Welcome to the Six Figure Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Allie Reeves, and my purpose is to help women grow their online businesses, influence, and income with ease. If you're ready to drop the excuses and start showing up as the boss you know you're meant to be, then you've come to the right place. Let's get started. Hello. I have another juicy interview for you today, and it's very timely because we are now 21 days into the last quarter of the year, and it is well past time to start thinking ahead for 2020, and it's not too late to finish this year strong, too. You probably know by now that I am all about taking some bold, messy action. I'm really good at taking action and crossing my fingers and trusting that it gets me somewhere. But let's be real. That's not the safest way to go about life and a business. The better way to handle things that are important to you is to make sure that your bold action is super intentional and aligned to your values so that You don't bust your butt with your head down for months or years and then look up and realize that you're in a position, relationship, or career that you never wanted to be in in the first place or that you never got close to getting where you wanted to go at all. And you can make sure that this all doesn't happen by setting goals. And by the way, I hate talking about goals, okay? Well, I hated. To be honest, the conversation has always been boring and a bit excessive, if that even makes sense. Like, I just feel like people get a little too extra in their goal process, and I just can't. Until, no joke, I heard my girl Amy explain her signature goal-setting process, and it finally clicked for me. Her system is just simplified enough and said in such a way that I hadn't heard explained before that I officially became a goal setter myself. And that is exactly why I brought her on the podcast today. Amy so graciously shares her exact only three-step process for setting, breaking down, and executing big, scary goals so that you can take and implement immediately. And this isn't just a process that sounds good. It's how Amy has risen the ranks in corporate from a dance instructor to a position of leadership in charge of thousands of people over the course of a few years. This system is how she successfully transitioned from that role in corporate to growing her own coaching businesses. It's how she set all of her income goals and even how she lost 85 pounds after her two pregnancies. This system freaking works and she gives it all away in this interview. Amy is an entrepreneur, wife, mama, and an example of grit, confidence, and strength to two beautiful little girls. And her mission is to help other moms break out of survival mode, feel confident AF, and go after and create the lives of their dreams for themselves, but also to lead the way for their own children. I cannot say enough good things about this woman. She is the ultimate motivator and a heart of gold or with a heart of gold. And I know that you're going to love her as much as I do. Enjoy my interview with coach Amy Jacobs. Hello, coach Amy Jacobs. Welcome to the six figure influencer podcast. This is so exciting. It's so, so exciting. exciting. We've, I've been wanting to have you on here for the longest time. So I'm happy that 
we have finally made it work. I know you are insanely busy nowadays, which we'll get into. (laughs) (laughs) Always. Yeah, but thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. So I wanted to have you on because, as you know, with this podcast, I'm all about helping my people reach for the big dreams and, you know, help teach them the processes of how to get there mainly on social media. But I like to think in life in general and you and I are aligned in that way. You help your community do the same thing by means of mainly goal setting, um, in a lot of different ways too, but that's been like what you've really been focusing on. And that's why I wanted to bring you on here because I know that you have this incredible process and system for breaking down um, goal setting, which can be a hairy beast sometimes. <laughs> right. And you, I love how you've put it. So I wanted to bring you on um, to share that because it's so important because it's, it's easy to to say you want to do something and to visualize and, you know, do all the, the mind work and the talking around it. But when it comes to putting your feet on the ground and taking steps toward it, that's a whole other conversation. So I think it would be really helpful to have you on here and break down your process and share how you got involved, like how this even came to be, because you have such an interesting story and I just, I love it so much. So Introduce yourself, first of all, and then we'll dive into all that. Sounds good. Oh, I'm so excited to be here. I've been listening to your podcast since episode one. I actually remember when you teased about it on Instagram and you were playing all the sound clips. Like, what am I going to be doing? I was like, oh, she's starting a podcast. I can't Aww. wait. <laughs> but I, my story is so interesting. It's this crazy path that has weaved and gone all over the place. But I did spend about 11 years in a very corporate environment in early childhood education in New York City. And it's kind of like my badge of honor because it's this crazy story where a lot of people don't know, but I dropped out of college. I only completed three years of college and I was studying to be a dancer in New York City. And then I, my favorite teacher was leaving I wasn't getting along with the dance department very well, so I decided to follow her out and start auditioning and doing my thing in New York and happened upon this amazing job where I was teaching dance and teaching gymnastics in an early childhood environment. Fell in love, head over heels for this company, and just decided I'm going to be here for the rest of my life. And... (laughs) saw these amazing people in leadership roles. And I looked at them and I said, I want that. I want to go do that. And I kind of started battling against this concept in my head of the fact that I didn't have a college degree, but I was going to prove everybody and everything wrong, mainly myself, (laughs) and busted my butt over 11 years to grow in this company as they have grown now to over 20 locations. They've branched outside of New York. I've gotten to be a part of that whole process. And Ended up at the end of my career there as the director of the talent department. I handled everything end-to-end for the entire organization from recruiting, hiring, onboarding, training, coaching, professional development for their entire staff of well over 500 to 1,000 people. Okay. (laughs) You say that you started out in this company as like an instructor, a coach, Yes, I was teaching two and three-year-olds ballet and gymnastics. And then fast forward 11 years, you've worked your way up. 
through corporate, through this huge expansion, and now you're in charge of all of these people. How, like, okay, how? That's insane. (laughs) It's so interesting because looking back on it now, in the moment, it really just felt like grit. Like it felt nose to the grindstone. I can work harder than anybody else. I can outwork anyone, say yes to every opportunity. If they ask me to stay late, they want me to show up early. They want me to train people. Everything felt like just keep giving and keep serving and keep showing up as the best version of me Mm -hmm. and show them that I'm capable of anything they can throw at me. I spent a whole lot of time on Google just figuring out, they're like, hey, can you launch the back end of our tech whatever. Sure. I'll figure it out. I don't know how to do this, but I'll figure yes, it out. I, I know exactly how to do that. <laughs> exactly. And then, <laughs> you know, they send me the, Hey, you want to go to China and open our, train our team in Beijing? Yeah, totally. Let's do that too. And write yeah. a whole training program to bring with me. Sure. Let's figure that out. It was just a whole lot of saying yes to anything, figuring it out. And I always had these benchmarks in my mind of, Hey, in two years, I want to be making this amount of money and I want to be in this position in the company. Mm-hmm. And I would hit the mark and just say, great, I can see myself in the next five years earning this amount of money. And I see this amazing position that the company doesn't have available yet. I'm going to write the job description and give it to them and show them that we need this and show them how I'm the right person for it. And that's what I would do. And then by the end, that position that I held at the end was written by me, designed by me, and eventually handed back over to the table, slid like right back across the table with my job offer a couple of years after I handed it to them. Oh my gosh, Amy, that in and of itself, I feel like we should do a whole podcast on that. Alone. <laughs> it's I've a really never, good story. I've never heard anybody doing like most people, the way most people operate is they accept what people say to them, especially, um, people in positions of leadership and higher ups in a job, they say something and you just kind of take it as law. Like most people do that because, well, that's what you do. But you, on the other hand, you're like, well, this position isn't available. So I'm just going to make it available and they're going to take it. And they did. That's incredible. It's, it's so funny. I mean, if you say it that way and it sounds so, it sounds beautiful, right? And there was a whole lot of discord, of course, that comes with that. And I think there's a really powerful piece of it that it's a woman owned company. It's a female entrepreneur who opened that company. She's a serial entrepreneur. She's got another thing going in New York now. And it was so inspiring to be led by someone like that and to look at someone and say, Hey, she's just paving the way and looking at that person as pretty much evidence of what's possible for me, for you, for somebody else. And you know, I, I, I did have a small stint in that career where my husband and I, after six years there, I quit and I moved to DC with my husband and I worked for a short period of time for Lululemon. And, um, as a fitness instructor, I was teaching bar and I was teaching yoga classes. And during that time, I learned a lot about goal setting and a lot about casting a vision for your life. And in that process realized, oh my God, this is what I have been doing. Like, this is what I do naturally. So when that company asked me to come back to New York and bring that back, I brought all of that training back with me. And I think that also helped give me a lot of leverage and a lot of expertise in an area that they were lacking. It just happened to coincide as I came back to that organization that they were teaching smart goals and they were teaching their center directors and their higher end leadership team how to goal set and how to actually meet sales goals and meet marketing goals and meet enrollment goals with their students. 
And I was able to come in and say, hey, I think we can try this in a different way and start teaching these processes to the leadership team. And that's one of the other ways I was actually kind of just able to carve my way into the organization in a, in a role that felt really good to me. Amazing. So you, okay, so you were there for six years and then moving to DC, got in with Lululemon, learned how they were kind of doing goal setting, rearranged it in a way that would work with this early childhood development company, went back, mm-hmm. working for them again. And is this when you realized and kind of fell in love with the process of goal setting, I imagine? Is this when you said like, wow, this is, there's something to this, obviously, but is this kind of like something that stuck with you ever since that moment? I think at that point in time, it was more a realization that this was something that came really easily to me that doesn't come easily to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I remember being taught about smart goals from someone who came in to do a professional development for the company. I was like, yeah, I know how to do that. And leading as a district manager at the time, I was leading my teams through setting their quarterly and yearly goals Mm -hmm. and to sit there with a spreadsheet and trying to coach them all through how to start with the end goal, break it down, make it work. And they were all hitting roadblock after roadblock and very, had a very difficult time even writing out a goal that was specific and measurable. And it, it was jarring to me because I said, I, I had a hard time understanding why they weren't understanding it. Mm -hmm. And so I learned through that process how to make it tangible and how to make it real for the people I was dealing with and the people I was managing and the people I was coaching. And I naturally in that process sort of became like a a mentor and a life coach to a lot of these staff members. There's a lot of millennials, a lot of really young employees, first jobs out of college. And they, we were translating this goal setting to their personal lives and their real lives as well. And I just fell in love with the process of coaching people through it, um, all the way up through the end of my career there. Okay. So you make it 11 years, then what? Who at about the 10 year mark, nine of 10 year mark, I got pregnant. I got pregnant with my first daughter, Remy. Mm-hmm. And Going back to work after she was born, so then my company was very, very generous, like great maternity leave. And I came back and I was very blessed to have my sister caring for my child, but any working mother knows the struggle of working full-time out of the house with a baby at home. It's, It's excruciating. It's very challenging. It's draining. It's working moms are just absolute ballers, especially those who work outside the house. It's insane. Agreed. And I'm doing it in the craziest city in the world and commuting hour and a half to two hours each way to make it happen. And it was carving out 45 minutes a day, a day here and there to be with my daughter. And I would come home exhausted and start Googling work from home jobs and seeing, you know, ad after ad after ad of data input and customer service and like, absolutely not. No, thank you. Mm-hmm. And then got pregnant again. (laughs) (laughs) So I was getting pregnant with my second and my second daughter was born Sydney. And I remember being on maternity leave that second time and just looking at my husband and saying, I can't go back. I can't go back. It was a great company, amazing employees, an amazing experience that really I grew up with and taught me more than I can ever, ever give back. But it was time to be home with my girls and it was time to listen to this pull on my heart that was telling me coaching was where I was meant to be and what I was meant to be doing. And 
we just looked at each other one day after kind of like a rough incident on the playground with my daughter. Random side note, my daughter has a birthmark that covers her right hand. Mm -hmm. And it's something that she's got to build a lot of confidence around and something that, you know, I want to be there to help her navigate these challenging conversations with other children who ask her about it. And after a tough conversation with her in the park with watching these kids, I looked at him and I said, I need to be here for this. We had already hired a nanny. I was ready to go back to work, but I was like, I can't, I just can't. I need to be here for her. I cannot do these commutes anymore. I, it's time. And so we made the decision for me to leave and launch my own business. Wow. Okay. Well, I, I mean, I know there are so many women out here who feel that in their soul for sure. Yeah. And I mean, how scary was that? Was that something? Cause you have this job, they're great. You're so aligned with them. They're treating you well. There's obviously, they obviously believe in you. There's room to grow and you're wanting to leave. How scary of a decision was that? Like, was it something that you decided and just kind of moved forward and trusted that you would figure it out? Or was that an internal battle? Oh no, I cried all hysterically on repeat because a, I was the breadwinner, bread, excuse me, the breadwinner at the time. Oh, wow. I made more. And in order to do this, we were going to have to move. We were going to have to move somewhere less expensive. Mm-hmm. And I was starting a business was as much of a pull on my heart as a non-negotiable. Mm-hmm. I had to bring in some sort of income yeah. in order to make it work. And we bounced everything off the wall of like, let's bring on my friend's kid who lives down the block and I'll babysit on the side. Mm-hmm. And I could sell all these things, and I could, you know, all of the things you run through in your mind of what you could potentially do to earn a little bit of money. Black market. And every, like, I take my liver. I don't know. I'm being home with my kids. Yeah. It, it was just this moment of sheer anxiety when I typed out the email that I was resigning. I had to call my husband at work and say, "Tell me to push that send on this thing because I I can't push the send button. I can't bring myself to do it." And I don't think that that little edge of fear has gone away since that moment. Mm. It's a, I'm in a year and a half into this. And at some point when you take the leap of your life like this and you dive head first, you live on the edge of that fear sure. all the time. It's all on you. Yeah. It's all on you. So you hit send. I hit send. You did it. You took the <laughs> leap. And that led you to Beachbody. It did. It did. It Oddly enough, it didn't at first. My intention was to launch a coaching practice on my own. Mm-hmm. I set off on a mission to learn social media, learn Instagram, learn how to build a business online. Mm-hmm. And I also set off simultaneously on a mission of losing weight. I, was, I did not treat my body well through my pregnancies. I had very difficult pregnancies. And I gained, let's be real, let's put it all out there. I gained like 85 pounds. And this is a former dancer, former fitness instructor who could not look at herself in the mirror anymore. And I also could not stand on my two feet and show my daughter confidence when I didn't feel it myself. So I set off on this journey of losing weight and did it with Beachbody because I had to work work out from home. And it worked. Like It was working. I'm doing the nutrition plans. I'm drinking the shakes. I'm doing all the things and it's working. And I was like, well... If I want to coach and there's this great opportunity for coaching with Beachbody and I love these programs. I love everything about Beachbody. Let's do this. This sounds amazing. And you know, there's a great opportunity in network marketing, especially for someone like myself that has a great leadership background and knows how to lead a team. And 
mentor and manage and grow a team, has experience in professional development, experience in training, it seemed like a no-brainer. Um, and I dove in and I was pretty successful right off the bat. I ranked up quickly and the income started rolling in and I built this little team and I love my team. They're awesome. And it's found, it's gone really well. It was a great, great Kickstarter for me to learn how to run a business online, learn to be authentic online, learn to show up in the real, realest possible way. Connected me to you. It connected me to some amazing people online and it's, it was an incredible opportunity. Right. So you got into Beachbody, you left out that you lost that 80 pounds. Like <laughs> I sure did. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I feel like that's worth noting, Coach Amy, <laughs> that you lost 80 pounds. I mean, you're, you were like killing it. So throughout this time, were you using, were you using the same goal setting that you had learned in corporate and through Lululemon? You know, by this time, is this when you had started to kind of create your own process at this point? And were you coaching your girls, this, your teams? I really honed in on this process for myself. Kind of the day that we hit send on that email, my yeah. husband and I sat down that night and we said, this has to work. This can't fail. So we need to put a plan in place. Mm -hmm. And I pulled everything that I knew from working at Lululemon and working in corporate and working in these goal setting environments. And I said, well, how do we make this work for us and actually drive this train forward mm -hmm. with speed and with direction? And we sat there and <laughs> we like, lit some, we had some essential oils flow in I think it happened to be a new moon. We did like a weird new moon ritual. I don't know why. Love it. And we sat there and we wrote out goals. We wrote out a vision for our future and we wrote out some goals. And in that initial process, we were like, okay, the way we're doing this isn't working. We're being too stringent. We're being too tight on ourselves. And we've together kind of manipulated and played with the process. My husband has gone his own way, but I have continued to manipulate that process over the course of this last year and a half of going into business for myself because I've watched where we've hit all these benchmarks and honed my process over time. And I've really only worked with my personal clients on this. I've run a group coaching collective. I've got, you know, my one-on-one -on -one clients. My beach body practice has been much more about the confidence and things to show up online. I've kept my goal setting really, really focused on my one-on-one -on -one clients mm -hmm. and on the group collective that I ran last summer. Got it. So you did Beachbody for a while. Now Beachbody was kind of a stepping stone to building this confidence in yourself and realizing like, I can do this myself. I have so much more to, not that Beachbody doesn't have plenty to offer because I, I mean, I love Beachbody. It's fantastic. And for many women, it's the perfect option. No mm -hmm. doubt. But for you as somebody who has, you've been there and done that in corporate life, you've led massive teams. It was almost as if it was time to take the training wheels off and Beachbody was the training wheels and you've yeah. since transitioned to now coaching women one-on-one -on -one, and you're going to be having a course coming out soon and all the things. And this is where, are you there? Yep. Oh, sorry. I'm getting a phone call. That was, weird. we'll cut that out. Hold on. Let me write down where that was. Um, 32. Anyway, so 
this is where the goal setting has come into play for real because, and I wanted to ask you, so when you were in corporate and you said that it surprised you because this came easy to you and I would agree, I I'm one of the people that this doesn't come easy to. As a matter of fact, when people talk about goal setting, I'm just going to be real. My eyes glaze over. I'm yeah. like, Oh, snooze. It just seems like such almost a chore because it's talked about so much and I, it doesn't come easy to me. It's almost hard. And I don't know if it's because then I'm going to be accountable for that or I'm having to like push myself. Um, I, I don't know what it is, but what did you find like through working with all these people in corporate, you said it didn't come easy to them. What do you think was the holdup? Like what was the disconnect? A huge disconnect was getting specific about a goal. Mm -hmm. So for instance, someone will very easily say, and I, I run into this on Instagram all the time now, I'll put up a little question and ask people, what are you working on this week? What's your goal this week? And you get a very arbitrary thing, which says, I'm, I want to lose weight. Mm -hmm. And that would be a great goal, quote unquote, for a lot of, let's say women, let's just stick with women right now. A lot of women sitting here saying, my goal is to lose weight, right? Mm -hmm. But where that loses is there is nothing there to be measured. There is nothing there to be tracked. There's nothing to hold you accountable. And you can throw that out there and there's really nothing holding you to it because you're going to lose how much weight? Yeah, Why do you want to lose pounds. it? Yeah, if you exactly. Lose, yeah, you've lost weight. And to even say you're going to lose how much by when sets people up with a parameter and a schedule and something they have to stick to, but it does get very, very dicey. So in the corporate world, you know, if we had a huge sales goal that they had to hit and I said, great, let's break this down. How much of this are you going to attack this quarter? Mm -hmm. Well, I want to say that I'm going to attack this much, but that, I don't know that I can actually do that. So very often it's limiting beliefs and things that come into our heads that tell us all the reasons that this goal is not possible. I can't achieve that. So we back away from even setting the goal in the first place because then you have a benchmark you have to go hit. You have a number, you have something you have to put out there and have to hold yourself to. And you know that there's someone to answer to when you don't hit it. And ultimately that person is you. That's right. That's got to be, I, yeah, I mean, that makes sense. It makes sense for me for sure. So you have to be specific with the goals. So let's just dive in. I mean, tell me like, so now your whole thing is you're working one-on-one -on -one with these women and your intention with these women is to help them set, is the goal, is the goal, is the goal to help them set big, scary goals? Is that what you aim for? Or, okay, so that's what it is. Oh, yeah. I'm, not, I'm nodding my head at Allie, but you can't see me right now. I'm over here doing a happy dance. Yes. Yes. The biggest thing that I learned through this process and as fabulous as my life in corporate was, there was always a piece of me that wanted more. There's always in that corporate structure, there's always a ceiling you're going to hit. There's always a top to that. And there was always me having to be away from my children. And I remember years ago, teasing my husband, telling him like, I want to be a Lululemon mom. And he's, what does that mean? It's like, I just want to wear Lululemon all day, every day. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what that looks like, but that's what I want. And we used to joke about how I wanted to be able to be there for my kids to drop them off from school and pick them up. And I would tease him about how he needed to just, you know, go make a million dollars so that I could totally do that. Mm -hmm. Fast forward all these years, I realized that that's not what I wanted. I really do still want to make an impact, have an impactful career, but that I can design what that looks like. And I think that that's the piece we miss so often is that we can dream that big, 
we can take the walls off of what we see as possible for ourselves and create a life that we're actually obsessed with. And that's not only okay, we should be doing that. So my mission is truthfully, especially drilled down to helping moms because I think we get into mom mode and mom modes puts us in the back seat. We are so far onto that back burner because everybody and everyone and everything else needs us. So the life that we wanted and our own goals and our own passions tend to take the back seat. And that's what I want to help moms do is in within motherhood, still go chase big audacious goals, still go crazy and push the boundaries of what you think is possible. Because at the end of the day, you're ultimately showing your children that you get to do that for yourself. And then you get to show your children how they get to do that too. And how freaking cool could it be to raise a generation of humans who are out there crushing goals and doing huge things in this world and making this world a better place. And I think it starts with us as mothers. Oh, 100%. That's beautiful. And I want to touch on, cause I think people, what you just said, we need to go back and just highlight this bit. I think going into motherhood or before you're a mom or when you're younger and you have the crappy jobs, <laughs> it's very easy to say, I want to be a stay at home mom. Like that's my dream because of course you do. It's, it's in our blood. It's in our blood to want to be there for our children. But I think we get that confused with, I want to be with my child when I can, while also building a life for myself. It doesn't have to be one or the other. Now, are there moms out there who, who that's, that is their dream to be a stay at home mom. I am here for it. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. But what I'm wanting to point out here is if you are a mom who thought that that was maybe your dream and now you're living that dream and it's great. And I'm sure you're so thankful that you get the opportunity to do this, but a part of you feels like something's missing. Like you are on the back burner, just like Amy said, and, um, you've lost like the zeal and the, you know, what, what was like driving you and getting you up in the morning. Then it's okay to acknowledge that and do something about it. And I hope that people get that from your story. And I love that you shared that bit about you because I didn't know that about you. And it's so crazy knowing that because I watch you now and you're just, you're such a, a goal getter and a goal chaser and you're, you're so empowering and motivated. And I would have never thought that originally you wanted, you thought you wanted to be a stay at home mom, but to your point, we can pivot here. And you can do both. That's, that's Mm -hmm. the the takeaway. You can do both. So that being said, how do you help your, your girls, you know, whether they're working with you one-on-one or in, in any capacity, how do you help them do this? What's the process for somebody listening right now? Like break it down. How do we go about this? Sure. I can break it down into three. We'll say quote unquote easy, but we'll throw three easy steps of this process that I take them to through. And obviously it's much more intricate and and detailed when we do it. But the first piece that I think so many people are missing is actually casting a vision for what you want your life to look like. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that piece is so big because very often we get caught up in what we think we can have and what we're capable of or what stories we're living in right now. I was working with one of my clients just recently who was telling me, well, I mean, that would be great and all, but I, 
I went to school for this other thing and I've been in this other thing for so long and I'm buried in the student loans and the student debt around it. How do I just walk away from that and do this completely different thing? I was like, girl, you do, you walk away from it because I don't care how much student loan debt, I don't care what you've been doing all this time. If it is not aligned with your soul and you are not on fire about it, you are not going to stop being exhausted. You're not going to stop living in this cycle of survival Mm -hmm. every single day. So it's about casting this vision out there of what it is that you really, truly want. And I tell everybody, you have to attach to the emotion of it and to the feeling of it. So you may not know exactly what the business is or what your career is going to look like or what your perfect home is going to look like in the future. And you can't get hung up on those things because it is a feeling that you want. So I knew that I wanted freedom and flexibility in my career. I wanted to be able to be home with my children, but still make an impact, have financial freedom. These were feelings that I knew that I wanted. So I attached myself to that vision Mm. and I attached myself to a vision of a home. I I write it every day. My home feels like a vacation. I always want warm tropical air. I always want to be near water. I want, you know, these things that make me feel like I'm on vacation all the time. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't have to be super specific. And this is where I've broken away from some other, um, goal setting courses and things that I've listened to that tell you to get really specific, see in perfect detail. You know, if you read the secret or even when I worked at Lululemon, they want you to describe it in perfect detail. But I do truly believe that it's an attachment to a feeling or an emotion that has to come first. Oh my gosh. Okay. Pause. So whenever I was saying, I can't, I don't know what it is. That's like, that holds me back from goal setting. You ne- that's it. That's it right there. Because whenever, if you, like you said, you, Oftentimes we have an idea of what we want. And I know like whenever I first started my business, I didn't know what it was that I wanted to do. I just knew I was unhappy and I, I knew that I could do more, but what that more was had no freaking clue, but mm-hmm. like but I knew what that felt like. So you're absolutely right. So many people that's, that's their first go-to. You have to write it down in every single detail. What is this thing? And go from there. And right there, you've lost me. So I love that that is how you've reframed it because oftentimes you don't know what it is yet or what that looks like. hundred percent, hundred percent. And that's okay. And sometimes you do sometimes in very specific detail, I know exactly what I want a piece of my life to look like. So I start with that vision and we take that vision and I do break it down into all these different areas. I I break it down to your health and wellness, your career, your financial situation, your relationships, every aspect of your life. We start with that vision, we break it apart, and we figure out how all these pieces work together to create, quote unquote, your ideal life. Yeah. And then we take it and we actually start writing goals. So I say, okay, one year from now, where do you want to be? If we're working towards this vision, and I don't like putting a time limit on the vision, we're just, that's where we're going. Mm -hmm. But one year from now, if we could bring you a huge, massive step closer to that vision, where do you want to be? So we kind of drill the vision down a little bit. Mm-hmm. And say in one year, I want to be making this amount of money. I want to be living in a different place. Whatever all these pieces are of your year. We basically set one year goals mm-hmm. and break it apart into four quarters. So okay. we decide where you're going to be in one year. So let's take weight loss as an example. Really easy. I want to lose 100 pounds next year. Cool. So clearly to do that, we need to lose 25 a quarter, right? So we break that down into the quarters. I love me a good spreadsheet. So we put it all in a spreadsheet of what you're going to do over the course of the year. And then we take quarter number one and we break down that 25 pounds into what you need to do in those three months of the year. 
mm-hmm. how much you need to lose each month. That's now broken down into those three months. And you've got your one month goals ready to go for every area of your life and the goals that we want to hit to get you where you want to be by the end of the year. And ultimately what I then teach everybody to do is to move the goalposts. Every single quarter you have to reevaluate and reassess. You may have lost more weight. You may not have hit the mark. What do we have to do in Q2 to make sure you're meeting the mark at the end of the year? We reassess at the end of every goalpost. I love that, Amy. You make it sound so simple. Like that's <laughs> your goal and you're just like, okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going to do this, 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 boom, 25 pounds. <laughs> Easy peasy, right? No big deal. Easy. If only we can control the fork that easily. Right? Yeah. Or the chocolate cravings. Tell me about, yeah. Tell me about chocolate. Mm, yeah. <laughs> chocolate and wine. I need to hire you for chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> well, because that does bring us into step three, which is taking the action every day. Because ultimately, I've, caught, I've gotten caught up in this with people before. I'm realizing right now how often I say ultimately. It happens a lot. Anyways, I, notice. <laughs> I hear it in myself, but it, it, I get caught up with my clients a lot where it's like you set all the goals and you make the spreadsheet and then you kind of sit there on your hands, right. right? Because then the scary part is actually putting your feet on the ground and moving in the direction of the goal. So what I teach them how to do is to basically take actionable steps every single day. Mm -hmm. Every single day, what are the small things that we can do to get to that one month mark? We almost put blinders on to what we've set up for the rest of the year. We've put that out there. We know where we're going. We're looking at this one month right now. We're carving out action steps that you can take this month to get to this goal. And that's where my one-on-one coaching comes in is I'm there to help you with the mindset blocks, with the struggles, with the challenges and all the different ways that we might have to pivot and turn and change and morph and sometimes get the kick in the pants that you need to say, no, you're going to stick to this one. We're going somewhere at the end of this month. But that third step is messy action. It is every single day showing up, no matter how hard, how tired, how exhausted, whatever, because your goal is paramount. That vision that you have out in the future is the end all be all. So in that last piece of it, in that action, that's where we're going to do a lot of work in helping you get out of your own dang way, stop with the excuses, let go of the limiting beliefs telling you and help telling you that you can't do something and ultimately help you overcome all the obstacles that are inevitably going to inevitably going to show up because this is life. This is life. Of course, they're always going to show up. And I agree with you. I think that that's the beautiful part about coaching when you have a good coach who can walk alongside you because I love, you know, you took a big goal, you broke it down and the day by day, I love that you said, you know, put your blinders on. We're just focusing on a day at a time. And I think when you break it down like that, it makes it so much more attainable and not as intimidating and scary. And again, whenever you have somebody like yourself walking alongside you saying like, Hey, snap out of it. Like we have bigger goals here. You're better than this. Do you find yourself having to shake people often and remind them and, you know, do you have to give a lot of tough love sometimes? <laughs> One of my clients recently told me, she's like, you're really good at basically kicking me in the, you know what? And then giving me a really good hug afterwards <laughs> all over zoom. Yes. I mean, uh, I need it. I need it. Everybody needs it because yes. you get caught up in the mess of life. I mean, you experienced this with me. I don't, I never touched on the fact that I was in your mastermind, and right? I meant and we spent three whole months getting my butt kicked because I was going through this. I was going through this myself of knowing where I wanted my business benchmarks to go to get by the end of this year and get getting caught up in the numbers on social media and the stresses of content and what to post and why isn't it working and 
all of these things that caught, were causing me to go, okay, maybe I should stick with Beachbody and okay, maybe I should really go do my own thing. And maybe I should pivot back this way. And I will never forget the time that you were just like, listen, girl, we need to make a decision and we need to go. And I was like, yes, that's exactly what we need to be doing right now. <laughs> I think in any situation, yes, I do that for my clients, but you have, you're right. You're hundred percent right. You need that coach next to you. You need someone next to you. Even if it's not a coach, if it's your partner in life, your husband, your significant other, a best Absolutely. friend, someone who will tell you like it is. You need that real talk and not someone who's going to pat you on the back, give you a hug and say, no, take a rest, girl. Sit back, have some wine. Have the but someone who... Yes, exactly. You need someone who's going to sit there and say to you, girl, you're better than this. Like, get your butt up off the ground. You got one hour to cry about this one. We're going to feel all the feels about it. And then we're getting up and we're going forward because we have our eyes on the prize. Accountability is key. And exactly, exactly what Amy said. It doesn't have to be an actual coach that you're hiring, but you know, getting your spouse on the same page or a best friend, somebody who's not going to yes you to death, somebody who is going to hold you accountable and tell you the truth, even when, and especially when it hurts, because whenever you are chasing big goals and you and I know this well, it's not easy. Like even when you break it down and you're having to change how oftentimes how you've always shown up in the past, like you are actually changing as a human being. And now you're having to step into this new version of yourself. That is uncomfortable and frustrating. And you have like the old you coming out, you know, with a vengeance fighting you. And so, yeah, I, I love the, the accountability is key. So let's break it down one more time. Casting the vision. Mm-hmm. right? Connecting to the feeling of it. What does that feel like? What are the, the values here that we're going for? Is it freedom? Is it more money? Is it X, Y, Z, right? Right. And the big piece for that is once you've cast it, let it go. Ooh. Okay. Let it go. Because if you're holding onto it with an iron grip and what it's going to look like and exactly how it's going to turn out, you're going to miss the signs showing you which direction to go in order to get there. Mm. So for instance, if you take this vision I had of being a quote unquote Lulu mom and being able to wear my leggings all day, if I held on to that as, well, no, it's going to look exactly like this, I would have missed every opportunity to start my own business, to launch my own thing, to go my own path. I wouldn't have seen these things in front of me because my eyes were so locked onto this picture of what I was going to have. So it's about the feeling. And then it's about letting go of how you're going to get there. Because like we've said, life is going to happen around you. Sure. And being open and perceptive enough to realize the small nudges and, you know, realize which direction you should go and what's most aligned to that. And I, I think that's so important because like you said, you don't know what it looks like. So if you, if you're stuck to this and so many times, like you think, you know what your dream looks like, but then once you get going with something and again, not to like keep talking about myself, but you know, with the first business, I thought that's what I wanted to do. And if I had held on to that with an iron grip, I'd be miserable still. So exactly. like you have to allow for fluidity and freedom to, to flow and everything. Okay. So cast a vision, let it go. Mm-hmm pivoting and, you know, taking chances and everything. And then the next two are. Step two is then to take that one, start with a one-year goal and break it down into quarters and break the goal down to manageable chunks. 
Mm-hmm. And then step three is every day action, action every single day, even the days that you don't want to. <laughs> right. Amy, this is amazing. <laughs> amazing. I honestly, I, I feel like I'd be so much further in my life <laughs> if I had implemented this at some point. I've never done this before in my life and I'm doing okay, but I, you've really got my wheels turning here and wondering like, okay, what can I be more intentional about in goal setting, especially going into 2020? And I hope that, and I, I don't hope, I know so many people listening are feeling the same way. And if so, if somebody's listening right now and they want more of you and, you know, might be interested in some more one-on-one situation or maybe your upcoming course, what, what can they expect? Where can they find you? Tell us all the things. I live my life on Instagram. You can come get, get to know me and my girls um, at Amy L. Jacobs. The best thing right now is one-on-one coaching. I do have private space. I have a couple of spaces left for a few more people. I'm in the throes of a crazy move right now. So <laughs> it's a limited, limited source, but I do have a couple of spots for one-on-one coaching. But the big thing to look out for is going to be this process. I am releasing this exact process in full detail at the by the end of this year in an online course. It'll be a completely like hands off evergreen. You get to learn this process on your own. It is the process I used that to in one year, like you said, I lost 85 pounds, launched my own business, grew my business to the first uh, financial benchmark that I wanted to hit. And my husband and I are bringing forward a lifelong dream of living in Miami. We're moving from New York city to Miami in two weeks. And these have been massive dreams on our hearts for years and years and years. And we set these goals a year ago, year and a half ago, and we're, we've hit every one of them. So I'm teaching my process. I'm teaching this in pro- exact process in full detail, and the course will be out by the end of this year to launch you into 2020 just like you want. Yes, ma'am. Perfect. Well, I will be on there for sure. And I mean, like she said, everything like you are, you are living this, you are following your own steps and hitting every goal because of this process. So if somebody wants a piece of this, please go follow Amy, but just, I mean, input is so important following the right people who are going to motivate you and pour into you just by means of social media. And I mean, you share your day to day very well. And I know whenever I watch your stories, I walk away and I'm like, I got to work out now. (laughs) (laughs) So I appreciate that. So if you're just looking for good people to motivate you and keep you on track, Amy is one of the best. So Amy, thank thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being on here today. I'm so excited for people to follow you if they aren't already and hopefully take advantage of that coaching because wow. That is some value. I already know. I can't wait to meet more people and expand this community even more. This has been so much fun. I'll talk global setting out all day, every day. All day, every day, girl. Hey, friend. Thank you so much for listening. My goal is to help as many women as possible. And if this episode helped you in any way, you can directly impact my efforts by simply sharing a screenshot of this to your social media or team. Also, if you're looking for additional support, Feel free to find me on Instagram at Allie I Reeves and or join the free six-figure influencer Facebook group.